Hi, my name is Jason Adriani, and welcome to the Blading Chats, your skating chat based. In this podcast, we are talking with bladers and bladies from all over the world, united by a single passion, blading. Episode 9, Miguel Martinez. Allora, oggi ragazzi... Yo, Cam, what's up? Oggi parleremo con Miguel Martinez, che è il, um, lo speaker, il leggendario speaker del Winter Clash, uh, anche lui di Hamburgo. Parleremo di, della situazione che c'è adesso in Germania, di come ha fatto diventare la voce del pattinaggio e lui che adesso è un tifoso, appena passata la chicca, lui che, adesso, lui che è un tifoso da, da una vita, come fa a, ad andare avanti visto che hanno chiuso gli stadi dappertutto? I'm gonna make it uh, this intro as well in English. We are going to talk with um, Miguel Martinez, who is like the, the voice of the world building game, I would say. Uh, he's a world famous um, speaker from the Winter Clash. He has been like a speaker of uh, different competitions, such as the Bercy Contest back in early 2000, the Fees, of course, and other big, uh, big events in world building. And um, yeah, we're going to discuss with him about like uh, his passion of uh, about like uh, soccer uh, how he became the voice of rollerblading and uh, what is going on right now in Germany and in Hamburg as well uh, Logan yeah here is um, everything's fine I mean as long as I can skate fortunately I'm able to skate under the, my, my garage so yeah I'm uh, I'm lucky to, to doing that uh, most of my friends um, aren't They are stuck at home, so yeah, it's a, it's a tough time right now. I see you uh, going around with your dog, so you guys are still able to, to go around in San Diego, right? Grande Riva. Riva, ti mando il video adesso, eh? E aspettiamo ancora un po' che qualcuno si colleghi. Vediamo chi c'è, vediamo chi c'è. E, e voi invece come, come state tutti quanti voi what about you guys how you guys are doing and um, what is going on right now in your cities oh and big announcement here I'm going to have next week Cameron card here on the blading chat so I'm so happy and hyped for that Kila Cam straight from uh, Pennsylvania from Woodward East Grande Luca, tutto bene? E, e niente, uh, vi racconto un po' la storia. Um, I'm gonna tell you the story about my, my box, the, the, the prime minister here in Italy, uh, about like a week ago, he said uh, that he was going to increase the, the, the lockdown, so from uh, you were able to go in out and have a walk, with like keeping the, um, the social distance from, uh, from the people uh, from like uh, last uh, Monday it was. It was like nobody are able to go in out and um, you have to stay at home. The, you're able to walk your dog like five minutes per day and stuff like that. So I run to an abandoned construction site and I went there to pick up like 12 pallets, drag it at home by skates. I've done like eight times back and forth to to the from the from my house to the construction site to bring in those pallets and uh, yeah I was lucky enough to to build my little uh, little uh, practice box within my practice rail so so yeah uh, yeah two more minutes and then uh, we are starting the conversation if you guys have any question to to Miguel just uh, please write down here Matteo what's up my man how you doing uh, I was saying if you guys have any question up to What's up, Connor? How you doing? How you doing? I'm gonna say hi to all of you guys. I've learned it yesterday. I'm sorry. I'm like new on this kind of stuff. 
broke up a little bit right there. Yeah, definitely three materials. <laughs> All right, then um, I think it's time to start. Let's send. I'm happy and excited. Oh. Yeah. yeah. What up, Jason? How are you doing? Oh, yes. I can hear you, but I can't see you. Fine. What about you? All good? Uh, yes, I'm really good. It's never been, it's never been better. <laughs> no, it's fucked up, but it's okay. I'm, uh, I'm healthy. I have, uh, I have a flat. I have a fridge with food in it. And, uh, and that's the most important. Right. How are you doing? Fine, fine. Are I just went back me? from a little skate. Uh, I was, uh, yeah. I just, I just, I'm just losing you a little bit every now and then. But like, I think right now it, it's worked pretty well. What about you? Can you hear me? I can hear you. Yes. I hope uh, it was good. If it doesn't okay, work, perfect. it's uh, my connection because I have a shitty connection here at home. Sorry for that. No, no. Right now it works fluently. No, no. It good. works fluently. Good. So uh, awesome. No, no, I was saying like um, I'm okay. Honestly, I mean. Uh, I'm able, uh, just because I'm living outside the city, I'm able to have like little walks outside my house and a little skate under my garage. So yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm lucky enough to say that I'm able to do those kind of stuff. So yeah, I'm happy. Can't wait, can't wait to see your Corona edit <laughs> on the box. <laughs> exactly. Locking down Corona edit. Yeah. Yeah. Now, you know so, who I met uh, this morning? Who? I met Carsten this morning. Yeah, he, uh, he passed by Yay. and we went for a walk. Like in Germany, they had a quite good idea. It's not forbidden to go out, but uh, you can only go in group of, of two people. So uh, we went, for, he moved okay. to the area a couple of weeks ago after the crash. I just lost you a little morning. bit. Yeah. Okay, uh, okay, okay. So you guys. Up. You guys are able Am to walk like uh, in two persons, in two persons. Yeah. Yeah. You, two you can go with bigger groups uh, if it's your family, uh, if it's the people you live with, mm -hmm. and if not, it's only two person, you and and one friend. So it's okay to go outside. Okay. But but they want to uh, to check it every week, and then every week they will uh, think about changing. Yeah, we will see it. Yeah. Today it was a lot of people outside. So I don't know if oh, really? we're going to have new restrictions. I hope it stays like this. So, so it's okay. Yeah, perfect. But yeah, <laughs> so it's, uh, I wouldn't say it was almost the same thing that we had, but like, uh, yeah, kind of, but like we haven't like really listened to that because uh, we, we take it as, a, as an advantage and we were like, okay, if the government says that we are able to walk out, everybody went out in the streets. So. That is why all that thing happened. <laughs> I, I, lost but I think bit. like if they would have said, if they would have said here that you cannot go outside, the people will have gone crazy. So that's, I think it was a good move to do it uh, this way. And it kind of, it kind of works mm -hmm. yet. Yeah. Yeah. But I was watching yesterday on, on the telly that like uh, you guys have like a, uh, a bunch of um, infected people, but not a lot of death, right? And like the, the scientists are like yeah. trying to guess why and like uh, how did it happen? Because in Spain and here in Italy, this, this, this thing like really messed up the whole like a healthy system. But like luckily in Germany, it isn't like that, right? Yeah. So the, the, the virologs, virologs uh, are saying that it is because they started to test very soon. And uh, they don't test everybody. They don't have tests for everybody. But uh, mm -hmm. if you are infected, you have to stay at home and someone will come and make a test. And uh, they pretend it is because they started to, to test uh, very early and they are, they are well prepared. Uh, 
Okay. That's uh, one of the richest countries in Europe, or maybe the richest country in Europe. So they have, uh, yeah. suddenly they have better, better material than in Spain or Italy. And uh, that's why they can, uh, they can uh, take care of the people maybe better than in other countries, which is uh, horrible, but it is what it is. But like, let me just ask you one thing, because I always have been guessing, where are you from originally? Because I know that like, <laughs> you are able to speak uh, Spanish, uh, French, uh, German, um, Portuguese, I would say, and also Italian, right? Oh. Or even more languages, don't you? Yes. Yeah. I, uh, it's complicated. <laughs> I was born in a French part of Switzerland, in Lausanne, where Rollerblade was born in Europe. So uh, my parents are What? Spanish, from northern Spain. So I speak French and Spanish. Uh, I moved to Spain, to Catalonia, so I speak also Catalan. And uh, if you're Spanish in the <laughs> French part of Switzerland, you learn, you learn Italian. So parlo italiano anche. And, uh, and then I had to learn German because I moved to Germany and I had, I had to learn English because, uh, because I speak with a lot of people in English. So I learned everything. Like, I did not really... Uh, uh, improve a lot. It just came to me. I'm, I guess I'm just a lucky guy for, for languages. And, and I even... Man. Yeah. Uh, that's why I, sp I speak Galician too. And uh, I understand Portuguese and I speak it very bad. So in, I'm a lucky guy for languages. It's everything I can do is speak. Are you still there? Awesome. You're like the, the Google translator in, uh, in the flesh. Kind of, yes. <laughs> yeah, but I think Google <laughs> Translate is better than me. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, kind of. And the funny thing is, I speak a lot of languages, <laughs> but all broken. Like, even French, I was very good as a child writing French. I lost everything. So I'm, I speak everything, but broken. Like, I don't, I cannot talk like bureaucratic German or English or French. It's like... Hey. A uh, street language for me only, but it's enough. Which is like, exactly, which is like the, the main thing because you're, you could be like the best like in school to writing down a language or like to understand it while, while you're reading it. But then like if you're not able to communicate to the, to the person uh, uh, who's speaking that language, it doesn't really make any sense to you to, to, to be like the best in, in school or the best one uh, on the tests. But if like uh, you're not able to bring it to the, to the street, right? Yes, exactly. But, but it's also like if you speak no language perfect, it's kind of difficult to have a job life because it's never perfect. And the Germans, they want it to be perfect. <laughs> ah, those Germans. <laughs> <laughs> but, but listen, yeah. I, I need to tell you something because um, the very first, like when I was a kid, I was like um, 14 probably. It was like 2000 or something like that. The very first... Um, Uh, aggressive inline thing that I've seen on TV was like the Bursi contest in 2000 in, um, in, on Eurosport. And like uh, all of a sudden, like uh, two or three years ago or something like that, I think Mirek posted on YouTube the Dusty Latimer um, run and I recognized your voice and I was like, no way. Was it like the voice of the speaker, Miguel? <laughs> and I think I probably asked it to you about it. And like, it's pretty cool because like your voice was like one of the very first thing that I've ever heard in, uh, in role dating because of that Eurosport thing and, and, uh, and, uh, and the Bercy contest. And uh, man, it's, it's incredible. So you've been there since, since that time, right? Or even longer? I think, uh, yeah, a bit longer. I think my first events would have been 96. Like I did oh. 20 years of emceeing. I did 20 years of emceeing a couple of years ago. Uh, at the at the Xmas Jam here in Hamburg, it was my 20th wow. year. So I think, uh, yeah, I'm being emceeing rollerblade contest since, yeah, more or less 1996, which is crazy. Oh <laughs> Man, it's it, yeah. but like this is this is not your job, your full job, right? You're doing something else as a as a. There's no money in rollerblade. You cannot do the your job <laughs> out of it. <laughs> True, makes sense. Yeah. Uh, uh, no, I I always have uh, different jobs, like freestyling between jobs at the same times. Most of the jobs are uh, in the event area, which is kind mm -hmm. of fucked up right now because I don't have income and yeah, I don't know sure. how how it would work. It's uh, it's fucked up. Uh, like 
my main job is this. I do beverages. We do a, we are a collective. We do a cola, lemonades, and some more beverages. Wow. But we sell it on, only into bars, and all the bars are closed right now. So we also don't have uh, uh, customers. So it's complicated. And uh, yeah, we will see how long it takes and uh, and how it goes. And uh, I don't know what will happen. I, I do have a, a skateboarder friend of mine who lives in Shanghai and he's been married, like he, he married with a Chinese girl and he just told me like in probably two weeks or like maximum 20 days, they're going to back to the, to the normal schedule in, in China. So I would like, um, I really would love to see here like um, going back to the normal schedule at least like uh, early July or something like that because it's really getting stuck by all of us. I like, would. This thing really stopped like everybody's job. Everything is stopped. But, and I, I would love it to, to go back to a, to a normal life. But do you really think it's going to work? Like, I think we have to take care. Like, mm. uh, in my, it should yeah. be fees yeah. in Montpellier, which is 600,000 people. Do you really think you can have an event in two months no. with 600,000 people? So I, I think... I don't know no. yet, but I think they're going to uh, replace it to sometime later. And I hope uh, it's going to work. But like, I don't think we're going to have a summer full of events. That's going to be no, so am I. No, a no, sketchy no. one. So it's a catastrophe right now. So am I. For everybody working in the event industry. Again? No, no, no. I, I do really think like, <laughs> as you were saying, like, um, it will, it, it's impossible that like in two months, everything is going to back to the normal schedule. At least like, you know, something new could, uh, something else could like, you know what I mean? Um, getting started, you know? Yeah, totally. So we have to be very careful how we take it. And very important for me, I don't want it to go back to normal because this happens, what happened right now, it happened because a lot of things were going wrong in the economy and uh, we have to change. Yeah, you, you cannot have bosses doing nothing and not being afraid of how to pay their rent and have, having people working extra hours in the hospital earning nothing. So we have to change a couple of things in the society, I think, if we want this world to keep going on. Because uh, the last 50 years, it went completely mad. Like, the people doing the wrong jobs are earning most of the money and the people doing uh, good jobs, necessary jobs, are treated like shit. Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. uh, right now in Germany, like the, the real estate industry, they just want the money. They want you to pay rent. And, and why the fuck should we pay rent if everybody's going broke right now? Exactly. Are, at least I want to pay something, but you like your basic uh, 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 cost, but I don't want you to make the fucked up profit you have been doing the last years. I don't want to give you that much money and no one is really asking them. So we, I think we we're going to have to talk about some of the things that went wrong the last years. You know, a, vi a virus, it's a natural reflex of the planet to protect himself from his enemies. Uh, uh, and the worst enemy of the planet is mankind. So that's why we have this shit right now because we have been treating the planet badly. Uh, since 15 years, and last year they started to listen to Greta Thunberg. But since 15 years, every specialist has been saying, hey, we're doing it wrong, we have to change the way we do the things, and nothing happens, and now we have this massive shit. And it's really important we don't go back to normal, we should, uh, we should question some of the things we've done wrong the last years. And that is what I'm scared of. Like, I'm really scared of, like, right now, you've seen all of those pictures from the satellite up to China, where, like, uh, the, the skies are, like, super, like, the sky is super clear. Uh, they never seen, like, uh, the, the blue sky uh, on, on that condition because of, like, the no pollution, because they've stopped all the construction site, all the warehouse and stuff like that. And I'm afraid that, like, right after, when everything will be, like, I wouldn't say normal, going back to the normal schedule, like it's going to be like a little better and stuff like that. I'm afraid like the, 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 those places, the, the industry in China are going to increase like three, four times more their production sites because they lose a lot of money and they need to recover of the gap 
within those two months. So I'm really afraid of uh, of um, this type of thing. Do you think that I, they are going to really rethink about the um, the, the the process of the uh, the industry processes that the, that they are making it before that kind of stuff, or they're going to to increase they, it? We have to force them. We, everybody, we, the people, we have to force them to, to uh, rethink it because uh, it's our planet. It's not the planet of the companies. It's the planet of the people. So we have to force it. I don't know how. I don't know how we're going to do it. I think it's quite difficult because they have the police, the army, the power. They have everything. But we have to change the way things have been uh, run down. And um, and I, totally I don't, agree I, with you. The cap capitalist system, they making they are making so much money. They don't want it to stop. Like in in Italy right now, so many people have been dying because uh, after the crisis of 2008, Europe told you to spare money, so you had to spare money from the hospitals. The same in Spain. So uh, uh, that's one of the problems you had because of the economical crisis 2008. And uh, and we we have to change this. Like we have to do this world better for the planet and better for the people, not just for the one percent. Like imagine the thing. Look, you heard of Germany people about uh, toilet paper. You heard this fucked up thing, like uh, people <laughs> collecting toilet paper. It doesn't really so, make any sense. Like they, they are pissed. <laughs> yeah, but they 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 are really pissed because ten percent of the people have 90% of the toilet paper, and that makes them really pissed. But they've never been pissed that 10% of the people have 90% of the money in the world, and that doesn't bother them. So we have to change this. I don't know how, but we should change the way we have been doing business the last years. We have to make better for everybody. And there's ways. Rich people have enough money. There's ways. We have to get the money. Why companies like Facebook or Instagram, we are using Instagram right now. Uh, they are not paying taxes in Europe. They're paying a shit. So we have to force them to invest. And if you don't, then get the fuck out. We're going to have another app. We, we have to change the things. Like, yeah, we will see. Just and like Carson said, Miguel for president. In, in Hamburg. Yeah, I'm, I'm voting for that. In Hamburg, in Hamburg, you never had one week of blue sky in March. It's, it's not possible. It always rains in Hamburg. And right now we have since one week, it's a blue sky. It's crazy. But Vince <laughs> Isaac posted yesterday from Marseille, it was snowing. So planet is fucked up. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. The world is like going upside down. It's like totally, totally like yeah. under like no control all over the world. And, and like going, going back to the, to, to the blading, like how did you get involved into the blading? Like were you skating? Like uh, before being like the the voice of the world bleeding game, or I did I did blade. I, I um I worked nineteen ninety three in Spain. I think, exactly. I think it was the first Spanish the rental for inlandscape. Rosa skates. So my first pair of skates was Rosa's Barcelona, and uh, it was 1993. And my brother did organize uh, 94, the first Lausanne contest. And I went 95 to Lausanne, and I did uh, MC some uh, shows there in Lausanne. And um, so, so we had small shows in the supermarkets uh, 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 before the before the Lausanne contest, and I, I was the MC of that. And then 96, I moved to Germany and uh, I went to the Xmas Jam and the MC was shitty and I just took the mic. And after that, they took me to the ISPO and I started MCing the German championships and I went uh, to Bercy, to Lausanne and uh, I started to Palavas to the first fees, no, the, the second fees. Like I missed two of the 21 or 22 fees. Damn. So I started MCing everything because I knew some of the tricks and I knew some of the people and I, uh, and I could speak almost all languages. So that's why exactly. I was traveling around Europe and emceeing uh, uh, rollerblade events. And, uh, and it's been like, I, I can't count how many events I've did, but it's been a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm really happy to, been, to have been part of it because 
it's some of the, of the best memories in my life. I've met fantastic people and uh, I've, uh, I've, I have something very special. Only the oldies can uh, pretend. I've seen the people grow. I've seen kids when they were five, six, seven, eight years old. And now they are 25, they have families, they have companies, they went to jail, they went to whatever. I, I've been there all around their life. And that's, uh, that's uh, an amazing... Uh... No, that's, that, that's pretty awesome. That's, that's pretty awesome. That, that's true. Just like uh, we, were, we were talking the other day with, with Martin, and uh, Martin was one of those, uh, of those uh, kids back in the day that you have yeah, seen grown, like from, from like literally like a kid until like a, like a pro. So, yeah, you, you've seen like career of people and, uh, and um, lifetime expenses. Exactly. That's a fantastic present I got from life to be a part of their life, to see them every year, see the kids uh, 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 grow and see how. But uh, in the rollerblade scene, we don't have too many athletes, most people, and I like uh, how, how they behave. So uh, it's a good, it's a good feeling. I just I just lost you a little bit. I I just lost you a little bit here, boss. It's difficult. Are we back? Fuck. <laughs> Are we back? Yes. No. Jason. Kind of. Kind of. <laughs> I'm here. Okay, we're back. Can, can you see me? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. I can again, see you, and uh, mm -hmm. I can listen to you. So am I. So am I. Perfect. So you're like just because it was like a, a very like um, intense thing and like deep thing. Uh, what you were saying was right. Like you've seen people like literally growing. Just like Martin Danning or Dominic Bruce or or like who knows like how or many Dominic people... Wagner. The, oh, Domin the first oh, time, really? the first time I came God. to, he will hate me for telling that. But the first time I came to the, first time I saw Dominic Wagner, he was like eight years old, nine years old. He came from Bremen, no from Bremen to Hamburg with his sister to skate in the skate park. And I remember one time he came to me. I was Miguel from Lausanne. I was kind of the dude from the roller contest in Lausanne. So he came to me, hey, Miguel, I learned my 360. That, nobody came to me to tell me that. And then 20 years later, he won the fucking Winter Clash. And I've been there. I saw him all his time. Winter Clash, I yes, totally sir. I love that. Man. Man, it's amazing. And like within like your crazy career, like have you ever like I know this is might be like a dumb question, but like do you have, have like which is or like there was like a favorite ever like um uh event first of all and then like blader that you ever uh seen like during through your career career? So many. So yeah, the Lausanne things, it was totally crazy. It was rootstock of rollerblading. Uh, uh, I, I really loved it, but uh, all the fees I have been doing, and I think fees was maybe the first sport event to have a Facebook live stream. That was, we invented that because it rained so much that we had to do something. And we started uh, telling bullshit on the live stream. <laughs> and uh, and it's been so many things. Uh, uh, I had so many chances. Like in the year 2001, uh, a German TV channel came to me and I started emceeing a TV show only one year after that we went broke. But I went with this TV show to the IMYTA San Diego nine, in 2001. And uh, 
I've seen yeah, so I remember many things. Seeing yeah, Bercy was amazing. Bercy was amazing, like to be in the middle of this event uh, and with uh, 10,000 kids shouting around you. It was crazy. Yeah, I've, I've been doing a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> damn, damn, like, but I cannot tell you one, the best one. Yeah, yeah I, I cannot tell I, you I was, the, 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 my that. favorite one. It's been so many. It's some impossible. shitty ones, some good yeah, ones, like, everything. Yeah. <laughs> it's impossible. It's truly impossible. But like, b besides the, the blading community, you're super active into the, into the soccer community, right? You're like, um, like a, a strong fa uh, football fan, don't you? Yes. I am, but I'm, I'm, I'm active and uh, I, I'm active around the people of my football team. Like a fan, I'm a fan of the FC San Pauli, which is a second league uh, uh, team in Hamburg. It's the only team oh, really? that, that I think it's the only professional team in Germany that, that never won anything. Like every time <laughs> we went up to, up to the first league, it was as a second one, never at the first one. And... Um, <laughs> And, uh, but this year we won two times the Derby. <laughs> oh, perfect. Two times, oh. which is uh, unbelievable. Um, but uh, it's, it's a quite important team because uh, it's, uh, it's the first anti-fascist uh, football team in Germany, or it was the first ah. anti-fascist football team in Germany that uh, dropped the Nazis out of the football stadiums in the, in the 80s. And, uh, and that's... Uh, the base of the of what the football team or the sports team is doing this year it's like for a lot of people around the world it's a symbol of anti-fascism like in the status statutes of the football team it's no place for homophobia for racism for sexism or for fascism and that i think it should be everywhere the same but it is at our football team or our sports team and it's a good thing to have and uh, it's quite political, and it's uh, political in a very good way. But the football is shitty. <laughs> but it's nice to hang out in the stands with the uh, with the friends, and uh, I, yeah, I, I love it. I love it. Yeah, it's fun. I mean, yeah. I do really. And they are solidarity like, especially... with uh, your neighbors from Bergamo. No, really? They they have uh, yeah they are, they have. Uh, the, the ultras of Sao Paulo published something about, uh, because they are friends with some of the uh, left-wing uh, um, uh, ultras in Bergamo, and they published a text two years ago to be solidary because Bergamo is a fucked up city right now, like uh, all of uh, Lombardia. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Lombardia, of course, but like especially Bergamo and Brescia, it's like a proper like a war, war zone. It's horrible, everything. Like, I like the images when I saw this shit with the, with the trucks. It's like With the trucks and the horrible. coffins. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, crazy. Yeah. But like, horrible. going back to the, to, the, to the soccer thing, I do really think that like uh, most, the majority of the, the, the soccer like um, uh, fans here in Italy should take like an, you guys an, as an example because here in Italy, the racism, the, the homophobic thing and into the soccer game, it's fucked up. I mean, uh, we yeah. all the time after the, after, for example, when Lazio soccer team is playing or when, uh, when the, the Verona <laughs> Hellas, they're playing, they're all the time, uh, uh, people saying, like the news are saying, they boo the, the, the black guy. They like act like a monkey when, when Balotelli was having the ball or they were yeah. like singing uh, this... fascism uh, uh, song and stuff. But like nobody really act to doing something, you know, like the, the, the football owners, they're like, okay, whatever, just give us the ticket. It will be like 20,000 uh, euro ticket, but it's fine for us. When it, to me, like the, the, the referee should stop the game right there in the middle, like whenever it's going on, if like he heard something about like uh, fascism or like Nazis or like uh, homophobic thing and stuff like that, they should stop the game right away. And then like the, the ultras of the, of the of the, of the of the team who are doing those kind of stuff should like uh, be get out from the stadium or like the team should like lose for three zero like uh, in a second. You know what I mean? Yeah, totally. Uh, um, but you know, this shit also happens in Germany. Like it's only 
only at Sao Paulo, and even at Sao Paulo, we have some assholes. They, they, they will not talk shit in the stands because uh, they will be beaten out. But you have some assholes also there. Uh, and you had also the president of Schalke was talking racist shit last year, and nothing really happened. He just what? had a break of, of two months. Yeah, he, he, he said stupid things about refugees. And he just had a break, uh, self-imposed break of two months, and then he came back and business as usual. So it all also happens here. For me, it's easy to say that because our team is doing this since more than 20 years. So it's, uh, uh, it's, it's in ourselves, but it's not everybody the same. In almost every football team in Germany, you have some good people. Uh, but in uh, too many stadiums in Germany, you have a lot of assholes. And we have to get rid of them, and not only in the stadiums, in the society. Like, anti-fascism should be a base of the society. In Germany, more than anywhere else, because of uh, the shit German, Germany did a couple of years ago. So it should be a base everywhere. And in football, I don't expect it from the bosses, from the owners to do it. It's the people to do that. But in Italy, it's been quite difficult because you cannot go in the stadiums. You have to be registered. So it's quite, culture is complicated in Italy right now if you're, if you're a tifoso. Uh, uh, it's easier in Germany. Like I don't pay more than 10 euros uh, to get in the stadium. Like I have the best what? stadium really? in the world uh, and uh, I uh, pay only 10 euros uh, per ticket. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a member and uh, it, it's cheaper and uh, it belongs in some of the football stadiums. It belongs to the fans. I'm a member of the football team. And I can take the decisions. I can vote the people that take the decisions. So uh, it's better for to have a club that uh, behaves properly. It's better this way. If you have like some rich assholes that invest money to uh, take a profit out of it, then you will have shit coming out. Maybe the football is be, be is going to be better, but uh, the, your impact on the society is not uh, going to be very good because you only care about the TV images you are selling. Exactly. And for us, it's more, it's more responsibility uh, uh, in, in the area we are or the responsibility in the society, what the football team is doing. And um, yeah, it's complicated. Which is, which is awesome because anywhere. it's like, no, it, it's pretty cool. But right now, isn't like the, the, the soccer league in Germany has been stopped as well? Yeah, it sucks. But okay, so... Radla, really, I... I I don't really care. It's, it's gone. The, this year is gone. Uh, maybe uh, we will play up after the summer or something. I, I don't really care. Like what's happening so is so much bigger than football. You know, it's about people's lives. And uh, I, I miss it. I miss football. This year we were even playing quite good. As I said, did I say no. before that we won two times a derby this year? Yeah, of course. <laughs> so you this year it was quite okay. It was quite okay, but uh, and we have nice players, nice young players, and it's fucked up. And I hope uh, the football team is going to survive it because they are losing a lot of money too. Um, I don't know what's going to happen, but that's the last of the problems right now. We have much, much more important things to fight than, um, than football and TV rights. And when is the German, when is the European Championships going to take place? I don't fucking care about that. <laughs> <laughs> There's some guy who's saying um, still here? FC San Pauli does not Yeah, I am. What about you? Can you hear me? I hear you very bad. I don't know what you say, but it's going to be in 2 seconds yeah. going to be good again. Now. Yeah, yeah, we just have we just have to combine the 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 thing. I'm sorry for that. If it's too shitty, we can uh, record it again tomorrow and I'm going to go to a place with a better internet. <laughs> no, no, it's fine. It's fine. I mean, it's totally fine. No problem. And thank you for your time again. Um, hey, thank you for inviting me. Like... I, I, I really enjoy what, we, what you are doing. Uh, I've listened to, to uh, everyone, but, uh, but not uh, Martin Dunning. I forgot to, uh, to watch the Martin one. Sorry, I'm going to uh, uh, watch it again. But uh, I enjoy it. Uh, yesterday was super interesting because Josh was in fucking Wuhan. So it was super, super yeah, interesting crazy, what huh? he was saying there. 
And uh, I, I think like you have all the contacts in the world and it's uh, really nice that you speak uh, to people from everywhere and tell you what they do. You should get a Spanish one <laughs> because it's yeah, fucked up in Spain. Yeah, I do have like uh, Mary, Mary Munoz on Sunday. Cool, yeah, nice. Sunday, cool, very cool. Hola, Mary. So she is going to be the very first lady. And like, of course, we are going to talk about what is going on in Barcelona and what is going on in Spain in, Spain in general, because it looks like it's going to be like uh, uh, probably even worse than Italy. Even if like today the news said like the, the USA are, are, are going to be the... The, the main spot of the of this epidemic uh, uh, thing from the COVID-19. So, yeah. Yeah, the U.S. is going, going to be really shitty right now. Like, the numbers they announced. Yeah, I'm here. You're mm -hmm. listening to me? Yeah, I do. Am. You know what? I'm going to try to go in the kitchen. Then I'm closer... I'm closer to the server, to the to the router, and maybe it works better. I'm uh, I'm gonna try to go to okay. the kitchen, okay? And maybe it works better. Yeah, I hope sure. it works better, okay? I'm here right now. Hola. Hola. Ich muss von hier aus streamen, weil das Internet ist ab zu schlecht. Okay. <laughs> Sorry if you bother if you bother you guys. No, it's a, I think it's okay. They're gonna beat me later, but it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> I hope it works better here, isn't it? Yeah, it does. It does. It works fluently. Yes. Cool. <laughs> so, so what did, what, what, you what like are we talking your, about? Like, which type of um, national team are you standing for? Because of all of those uh, influence that you have, Spain, Switzerland, French, and Germany. Which type of? Uh, uh, I, I I used to be for for Spain, but okay. I don't really care. Uh, I'm for no team at all. I don't like nations. Like, I like it to have a lot of people from all around the world coming to the Winter Clash. But uh, uh, nations is <laughs> based uh, for racism. Like, we are better than the rest just because you were born in a piece of earth and there's a front in between you are not better than someone else. So. I'm really not into it. And it bothers me so much to see all the German flags every summer. So I'm really happy the European Championship are not going to take place this year because it's going to be no, no flags uh, flying around. So I'm, I really like it. It became too much nationalism. And there's also there's a there's a, a strong relation between the German Championships 2006 in Germany, the, the World Cup 2006 in Germany. And, uh, and the growing of nationalism in Germany, there's a strong relation that has been proven between that because Germany was a nice country and then the fascists uh, started talking bullshit. So uh, it turned me off. I don't, really? I don't like it anymore. Yeah. Damn. Damn. Yeah. It, it, it's crazy. It like what it is. I don't really get it. I don't really get it. How is it possible that like um, in the like in 2020 there are still people who believes in those type of things you know what i mean i do have friends who are like really into the to the to the right party here in italy like uh with with salvini and all these kind of people you know and people really, that vote for salvini i do am and they're and they're really saying no what he's saying is right those immigrants are coming here and they are stealing our job and i'm like dude you're talking to a guy who was born like from a Filipino mother and from a father coming from the south of Italy, coming to Milano to look out for a job. So like I'm a hundred percent fully immigrant. <laughs> like how are you able yeah. to, to think of those kind of stuff? Yeah, exactly. And, and, and that's pretty crazy. You, you I don't really get how. You know what happens right now in Germany? It's really funny. Like uh, since they closed the borders, uh, right now the season for asparagus and strawberries is coming. And they don't have people okay. to, go, to collect the asparagus and the strawberries. Because every year it was a lot of people from Eastern Europe, Polish people, Bulgarian people, that were working, uh, collecting uh, uh, those uh, fruits and vegetables. And uh, they, they are not here anymore because they closed the borders because of Corona. And like politicians like, 
maybe the children that don't go to school should do that. Or maybe we have to take the refugees or get the fuck up. And if you want them, <laughs> then take it yourself. Take you exactly. yourself. So, so, you know, <laughs> you need them. They are part of the society as we are. And we need everybody together. And uh, yeah, like in, in Germany too, you have a, a fascist party in the German parliament, the first one since the Second World War. Uh, you have fascists in Spain in the parliament. You have fucking Salvini in, uh, in Italy. In Italy. And everywhere. And you have idiots like, like Trump and Johnson in, uh, in the States and UK. So you have bastards everywhere, but we have to get rid of, of them. I don't know how, but we will uh, try on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We, we, sh we do have to do that. And it's like... Um... Yeah, I wouldn't say it's like my mission because I'm not really into the the political game here in Italy. As long as like you know, I'm intent to the people. Like, please don't think about it. Don't go to to vote for Salvini or for the the right wing party because it doesn't really make any sense right now as the world that we know it. You know, and then it's pretty it's it's pretty intense and it's pretty crazy. And I, I'm really like. Uh, uh, how can I say, uh, impressed <laughs> by those kind of stuff. And I'm really shocked about Can you hear me? I'm trying to reflect and we don't suffer because the people from a war area or from a poor area come to this country, we will not suffer. The more people, the more fun we can have if we, if we want. Like, I don't really accept it. Exactly, exactly. It's like, that, you know what? That's, it's like that's wars, what it's that's like what wars in skate parks. It's like wars in skate parks. It's totally stupid mm -hmm. to fight against BMX, skateboarders, scooter riders, it's all of us together. And if we are a lot, we're going to have a pressure into the politics to get better skate parks. But if we start to sissy fight against each other's sports, then uh, it's, it will not work. So that's why, for me, the, the hate of other sports is nothing other than racism. Like, really, you don't like it someone because, because the tool he is using to write? You seriously? Fuck off. <laughs> no, no, it, it is. You, you got the point. Like, uh, um, this year, like earlier this year, in this museum called um, La Triennale here in Milan. Uh, skateboarders built up like a bowl. It didn't allow nobody uh, to get there besides skateboarders. And like, uh, to me, it gets me like uh, to the point that I was like uh, posting um, uh, on Instagram and like uh, then like sending emails to the, to the owner of Triennale and stuff like that. That was like, uh, dude, guys, this is like a proper racism because the, of course, it's yeah. not you, guy from Triennale, from the museum, who made those rules, but who made it are like skateboarders. And let me tell you this, those skateboarders, it's bad to say, but in a way, it's the truth, are like the, the kind of a racist, kind of a, yeah, kind of a racist people to doing those kind of yeah. stuff because sure. like they're, they're really sure. like closing the doors to everybody. And like, I, I would get it if it was on uh, like uh, some other like warehouse, like in another part of the city, but just because they've done this pull into like a museum, which is like the, for, for me, the example of integrity and like sharing something all together, it makes me like, you know, get the point to went outside and telling, hey, you guys are like doing this thing completely wrong and you guys are like supporting racist people. Yeah, it's stupid. It's, uh... I, I don't accept this. Like I, I just, I don't discuss about it. It's so, it's not, it's a perception of the society that I don't discuss with these people. It's too stupid. You know, you know, in the surf, in the surf world, they have yeah. these uh, locals only. Like it, it's so old world wow, to think locals That's... only. It's so fucking stupid. Only us because we are from here. You were just born here. The waves do not belong to you. Get the fuck out, you know? Exactly. I don't exactly. like that. Exactly. I, I don't need that. And I think it's wrong for the society. You are setting wrong examples. Look at what happened to, to Michel Prado. What, how fucked up that mm -hmm. was. Yeah. Wax, like you are, you're trying Insane. to take someone's life.
because of what on a piece of iron really it's uh yeah it's crazy uh, <laughs> i i don't accept it i'm i'm i've met totally assholes cool. in every sport and i've met nice people in every sport uh, it has nothing to do with the tool you use it's it's stupid yeah yeah true totally agree with you all right boss happy it's already 45 minutes so it's been like a long <laughs> it is, no I, i do like I, i do really have like a lot of uh, good skateboarder friends good biker friends good um scooter sure. friends in in the skate park where i'm skating most of the time like whenever like if skateboarders biker um scooter riders are coming and they're skating the structure that we are that we have built I'm happy because like we are sharing the um, like a place all together and like it, it could be like an example for them to show in love for the next skate park that they are going to you know yeah totally all together okay. it's more fun it's like a winter clash it will be nothing it will not be the same if we did not have all these people from all around the world coming so so all of us together it's True. it's it's cooler better it, it's more beautiful and and it's all of us together one world one love <laughs> exactly exactly so miguel with that being said because i would say like it's pretty it's a pretty good sentence uh, i really do like to thank you for your time and um it has been like a pleasure again the the voice of world having like the voice of world lady here talking with me and um yeah i'm looking forward to see you to see you soon uh, uh, around the, the, the Germany or like at the Winterglash next year. And um, yeah, I hope like everything is going to back um, at normal schedule as soon as possible. Yeah, I hope so. I hope also that it gets better. Thank you for having me. I, I hope I wasn't too political. <laughs> I'm the old man that has to talk about no, this. No, no, I, I love it. <laughs> No, no, cool. I love it. I Thank love you. It. Hey, Miguel, Tokayo is there. Miguel Camina. <laughs> uh, I do so, have um, Miguel as well next for week. For having so. me. Yeah. Next week too. Nice. You know, there's a... Uh, if someone's got the same name than you have, you call him a Tokayo. So Miguel is my Tokayo. Really? Awesome. <laughs> Yes, yes, Miguel is my tokayo. So thank you very much uh, uh, and keep on uh, doing your blade chats every day with someone else. It's uh, quite interesting and entertaining and I love it. Thank you very much for doing that and for having me. No, thank you. Thank you so much. And once again, peace out, take care and stay safe, okay? Cool. Bye-bye. <laughs> Choose. Bye-bye. Bye. Cheers. Bye. Thanks for listening to Blading Chats.